Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudia Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Andrea Adams-Miller. It sounds like we're having some technical difficulties, so I'm going to do what I can to fix those right now because, you know what, we have learned how to be flexible and adaptable no matter what in the world. And one of the things in the world right now is so fun of talking about doing your best is I'm with this amazing man named Bob Bender, and Bob Bender is all about making the music be so good and so clear and so functional and so good in the world. He's super amazing. And so because of that, we are going to switch to this headset and we're going to make things happen in a different light uh, to make things even better. So let me tell you a little bit about him and why he's joining us on the Leverage Masters today. As a reminder, the Leverage Masters is with Dr. Gina Gaudio-Grace, who will be joining us in a little bit. And as a reminder, she always joins us only by audio, so you're only going to see me and Bob today. And then um, I'm Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller with a red carpet connection. And we're uh, Leverage Masters is really about taking your business to your life, everything that you do, and leveraging it to a different level of excellence. And so talking about excellence, that's why when Bob said, Andrea, I can't hear you well, I'm like, all right, we're going to have to do this and see what we can make happen and make it sound even better. So we have a lovely, lovely time for you. So let me get Bob here on the screen so he is bigger so you can see him. This is Bob Bender. He's become a fast friend of mine. He's in the music and entertainment business. And I'll tell you what, this guy has got such great wit. When he texts me, I just beam with laughter and joy. I just really love hearing from him and talking to him on the phone. And let me tell you a little bit about him. You know, don't you love this, Bob? I'm going to introduce you while we're looking at you so that you get to look at your, we get to look at you, respond to the great things that we talk about you. Isn't that always funny when people do that? I just realized that we're doing that. It made me giggle because I'm like, that is actually kind of awkward when you think about it. We're like, I'm going to talk all about you, but you get to look at me while we do that. And we get to look at you. So Bob Bender started his career in 1975. He was in production as a production runner, as a local concert promoter. He shuttled artists and crews from venues and hotels, and over the next 30-plus years, he has now produced over 300 concerts and festivals in California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. He's now in Nashville, and then he also worked in the capacity of tour manager for artists like Ringo Starr and his all-star band, um, Billy Preston, Dwight Twilley, Lisa Lisa in the Cult Jam. I love that. And Rick Derringer, Edgar Winter of Flock of Seagulls, Mark Lindsay of Paul Revere and the Raiders, and New Kids on the Block and Gene Pitney, just to name a couple of those. And he has toured extensively through the U.S., Canada, Europe, and Mexico. Then he went on to be the manager of artist development for Curb Records and represented uh, Tim McGraw, Leanne Rimes, Jody uh, Messina, Hank Williams Jr. And then he went on and went into the Christian retail division for that label and made it into a million dollar division. And then he became the director of sales for Curb Records 
And then he went on to do stuff with Michael Martin Murphy um, to manage his record. And then um, he re-released the song Wildfire with uh, Michael Martin Murphy and Lone Star and did all these really amazing things there. Even had the opportunity to be on Late Night with David Letterman. And then he did, I'm telling you, this man has done so many things. I could go on and on and on and on. Let me tell you what he's doing right now. Because I'm, I'm, I feel bad that we're leaving parts of this out, but we're just going to have to come around for full circle. He even had a show, Songs on the Spotlight. Season one was picked up by Hulu, and, and he's in pre-production for season two. I was on Hulu last night. So look at that. We can see our friend Bob there. Um, he's produced multiple album projects. We'll talk more about that and have him share that with us. And currently he hosts and produced a podcast, which is so on the charts, doing super excellent. The business side of music It's recorded in Los Angeles and in Nashville. And it's consistently ranked in the top 20. I actually think it's at 18 now. He'll, he'll help correct me if I'm wrong. And this musical interview shows on Apple music um, where else is that? It's had over 150,000 downloads. I bet there are over 250,000 downloads by now. And it's listened to in 60 plus countries around the world. I've only been to 37 of those, Bob. So listen to this. This is so amazing. And he also has an upcoming webcast series with Dead Horse Branding Company called Dead Horse Discussions. Super cool stuff that you're into. So That is so funny. So can you hear me now that we're talking and I switched mics? All right, perfect. I love that. See, Bob, we were talking yesterday and he was saying how he spent five hours going in and cleaning up what he had recorded to make sure it's excellent. No ums, no uhs, no blah, whatever that people do. He cleaned that all up. And I told him, I'm of the opposite. I go everything uh, raw and uncut. (laughs) (laughs) but that's because I used to do what you did and it took so much time. I don't have time to do that anymore. Of course. I love, love chatting with you. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounded like it. Wow. And that's because the person was concerned, right, about people being in there and so forth. And yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. It's amazing. I'm super excited to know that you're doing that and you're making that happen. And, you know, I, I want to be clear with people of the scope and the depth of what you do for the business side of music. Um, People don't understand, I think, sometimes what actually goes into production of everything that happens in the world of entertainment, and and that includes music. There is so much um, 
so much in the background. I, I'll tell you why I know this is I'm the kind of person because I've been in theater and so forth. And I've been production. I've been crew. I've been director and costumer and so forth like in that kind of a world. I know what it takes from behind the scenes to create all of that. And so because of that appreciation I have, when I look at an album or look at music, I read every person who did everything and every job. When I'm at a movie, I sit there and read all the credits. I want the boom guy. I want the whatever person. I mean, some of these jobs, I don't even know what they are. And I read them and read their names because they deserve that credit. And I won't leave the movie theater until it's whoop, and it's at the very, very end. Um, because I want to honor those people because if you look at it, there's thousands of people behind it and there might've only been 15 people on screen the entire time. Amazing. I think they always did that just so the people would read the credits. Fantastic. Well, I love that you do that. It makes me uh, very appreciative of your attention to detail. Um, it makes, I mean, it, it all, it, there's no doubt that cleaning up and making all the sound adjustments um, makes a difference in the quality of sound and how you listen and how you hang on. We have become accustomed to things being uh, raw and unfiltered and, and you're right. And those can be very challenging and difficult for people to hear and to focus on. And so I appreciate what you're doing. I, I love it. And it is extremely time consuming. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, absolutely. Uh, And it's just fun. I mean, I I love the idea of, of people getting this opportunity to see behind the scenes. uh, And as far as hearing you talk about behind the scenes and then eventually, you know, be hearing you speak about it and so forth. What do you think is the biggest misnomer that people don't realize happens in the world of music? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So with COVID and all this craziness that's been happening, obviously it changed your business, even just doing podcasts. What, what, I mean, the people, the musicians I've talked to, they've just, some of them have just like stopped. I mean, like they, I I just threw them for a loop and they just, I, I just like anybody in the world. And it's funny. I know that those of you are listening going, wait a minute, how can somebody who's like celebrity music person, just stop by COVID? How could that shut them down like a regular entrepreneur? Because they're human beings. And some human beings, when you change their life, they don't know how to move forward. Uh, So some of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We'll put it in the dictionary next year. (laughs) Well, we have definitely noticed that with the Keep Smiling movement. So I talk about that a lot. I'm the executive director of the Keep Smiling movement. And um, as of this week, there are 43 people this week reached out to me um, through different uh, uh, things to um, ask me to help them because they're feeling uh, desperate and um, feeling suicidal. And um, there's more people than that who reach out to me who are just like having a bad day or a bad time. But I have 43 people who've reached out to me who were ready to take their life and decided that me as the executive director was the person they were going to call. And, uh, and we don't provide that as a service per se, until it becomes necessary that someone calls me and I'm put in a position where I've answered the phone and I need to be that person. And of course I want to do it. I was a 911 dispatcher and the police department first responder. So I'm going to do that. Um, but our, our mental and dental health services are to provide, you know, published books of inspiration and motivation. Um, uh, we provide some services with um, overcoming limiting beliefs with hypnosis and meditation and hypnotic language. Uh, we also refer people to other products and services to overcome things. And then we help advocate for advocacy and awareness for up to 30 other nonprofits. So that's what we do as a mental and dental health organization. And we're looking to partner with more people to provide more mental health services and more dental health services. Because when you smile, you know, you create that uh, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphin, which help you feel better even when you're feeling crappy, that a smiling can actually help you um, be more resilient. And that's what we do. But because of COVID, this is, um, I mean, it's not just COVID, but it's the reaction to COVID as a society that that people don't know how to handle things and need help. It's just been really bizarre. Awesome. My first love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't make you love me if you don't. Yep. 
I love it. Uh, yeah, everything in my life, uh, there's a song related to it. Uh, by the way, just to uh, reveal to you, Bob, in case you didn't know, and to all of you who listening, in case you didn't know, I would actually like to live my life as a musical. So that means, um, and it would have uh, current songs as well as other people's songs uh, brought back into it. So um uh, earlier you said uh, you said a phrase or something and, and that's a lyric in a song so I wanted to instantly break out into that and I normally do um, and uh, like right now I just have in my head because you're talking about how people you know like when um, people are going through breakups uh, you know I would always sing why do you build me up build me up <laughs> you know? and uh, you know it's the songs like that they're they're everybody everybody in my life uh, pretty much has a song related to them so if you know whether um, somebody I was uh, intimate with uh, personally or professionally, and when I say intimate, it doesn't necessarily mean sexually, but when you're really connected with people in an intimate way where, you know, you, you guys know each other in and out so much, you're, you're going to have some attachment to them. And there's songs and music that go with that. And, um, and so I attach music to everything and I would love it if, you know, instantly we just burst into song, you know, cause in the middle of this, we should have a duet because there always is one. And then, uh, you know, and then a group number at the end and we're, you're more than welcome to do it too. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that too. <laughs> I, I need someone to be by me, helping me make all this happen. But to me, that just sounds so much fun, um, you know, that all the happy and sad times that are incorporated with life. Like, you know, I, I would love someday to be able to, um, I, in fact, I just did this for a client. Uh, you met her over the phone. Uh, Christine Grant has written a book and she's written an album. And I took her album and her book and created for her. Uh, what I would consider probably an hour and 45 minute program of teaching and, and dance and music um, of doing this like one woman show, so to speak. And then I'd love for her to have backup dancers and stuff with it where she could um, do a dance, um, talk about some highlights in her book called relationships, and then um, be able then while she's changing and resting between songs that there would be some kind of video component of um, sharing her story and so forth. And I, I would love to do that with parts of my own life that um, and parts of other people's lives that I've seen. I, I've, I've always been drawn to incorporate music with documentaries and even social media shorts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Now, for you with what you've been doing with the uh, business side of music, your podcast with that what what 
direction, if you could wave a magic wand, what what would you ultimately like that to do? Seasoned. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love that. And I was um, busy sharing. A lot. For those of you who don't know, when you're, especially when you're watching this, you'll see that my eyes aren't always looking at Bob, that I look like I'm busy doing other things. And that's because I'm sharing this on different social media things so that people can see us live. And I didn't see that Gina had joined us. So Dr. Gina Gaudio Grace is in the house. Hi, Gina. She has to unmute, so it takes a second sometimes. And um, as she has questions, uh, she'll just butt in and say hello and so forth and say hi. She might be on a call as well. So uh, this, oh, there you are. Yeah. Oh, so you said a whole bunch of cool things. Why don't you repeat them all? So Dr. Gina, she runs, uh, does multiple things, but she also has a company called Divizio as well. And she's really known for her ability to, uh, with great connections and helping people collaborate and do things. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if her wheels are turning uh, for opportunities for you and and so forth. And so Gina, if you have any questions, um, please go ahead and jump in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's a smart woman. Uh, so um, I'm going to go ahead and ask another question then. So one of the things that I've been impressed about what you guys have been doing with the uh, business side of music is, um, I, I, I'll, I'll recap your attention to detail is amazing. But you, you've been reaching out um, and presenting in such a way that you really want people to understand the full scope of music so that they're more successful. You know, not, you're not just about show and flash and an interview, but the, the scope of excellence. So I'd like you to address that more. Why, why is that so important to you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right.
Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I I love that you're talking about the diversity of what people need to do. So as a publicist, I'm always, you know, people say, well, how do you do this? And I'm like, you said, there's no one way. I, I have a hundred different ways I get butts and seats. I have a hundred different ways that I want to do things for clients to get them on things. In fact, the other night uh, we were watching uh, something on Hulu and I, uh, Huggies commercial comes on at the beginning, you know, for, um, and, and I said to my family, did you guys know that I was quoted by Huggies? And they were like, what? And I said, I saw that Huggies had a thing that they were asking for people to submit. And so, you know, my industry is not Huggies. I don't even have a baby per se, but I, I have grandchildren. So I wrote a quote. My original quote was, um, you'll, you'll, you know um, how much you're appreciated and how much you're loved when you see the smile on your grandchild's face after they have a clean, dry diaper. And they took that and modified it um, and made it parent instead of grandparent and um, and used it. So they used that in some of their promotional stuff. And, you know, and so my family was like, they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, so I've been quoted by Huggies, you know, and they're like, well, why did you do that? And I'm like, because that's an amazing publicity piece. And you'll never know where I'll get to mention it or talk about it. So here I am mentioning it or talking about it. But it, it, it's a tool that identifies you with a brand or a product or service. And in those commercials, you're right. They have music in the background. They have product placement within it. You know, there's so many opportunities for entertainers and actors and musicians to provide their, um, who they are and what they do to different, through different venues. So, it, it, you know, don't limit yourself, you know, so all the social media, all the television, all the digital um opportunities, the virtual programs. That's how you and I met is being on the Spark uh, virtual community. Uh, so by being on the Spark, that's how, how we met. So we met virtually. Yeah, that's all we can do. We can touch hands. Hello, I'm touching you. I'm touching you. Yeah. Right. Please. 
You know, it's funny to me because when you were mentioning, and I'm not, oh, I, I, Yeah, well, and the and the physical and emotional challenges of doing that. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, last year I flew. I think I flew over a hundred times. And this year I have to take another flight to get my twenty-five in to make my A list. Beautiful thing. I, I just I love the choice. Um, I've actually been enjoying the whole opportunity to uh, be able to do things uh, in a way that we couldn't do before. Um, like I'm in a mastermind with some people in Austin. Um, it's called Friends of Peter, and they did it live prior to this. I could I couldn't have gone and joined them and I have been with them every Saturday since I think May and I don't miss that mastermind it's such high quality and um, they've talked about you know starting to meet again and those of us who don't live in Austin we're like you know how can, how can we still be a part of this because uh, we'll miss that intimacy but I, I do admit I miss physically being with people but I still create those opportunities so I don't miss it as much as other people and I'm still traveling I, I was just on the road for nine days and I am planning trips next year uh, for um, tours and stuff for the keep smiling movement. So I'm still engaging and, and not everybody is. So, um, and, and I did have a different perspective. Like, um, I mean, I, I talk to people who are doing the same things as me, but yet they use different languaging. They'll say, I'm a prisoner in my home. And I'm like, well, I'm not a prisoner in my home. I can open up my doors and windows whenever I want to and go outside of my porch or stand in the driveway. I feel like or drive around in my car. It'll be fun. <laughs> but you're good. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, uh, there is such a wealth of knowledge. You know, it, it was funny to me at the beginning of COVID, I was um, getting frustrated because people would say, oh, my gosh, there's nothing to do but sit around and watch TV. And I was like, I am so busy connecting with people and reinventing my world and creating a new business for myself because I can't do what I used to do. I'm not on a stage speaking. I got to reinvent myself um, that I was like, I don't have time to watch TV. Uh, it's only been within the last two weeks. I've actually started to watch some movies um, because I, so anyhow, with that, that was just me being on my soapbox. So uh, we have about a minute and a half left. What haven't we asked you, Bob, that you would love to share with the world and how can they come and listen to the business side of music?
Well, we love to hear that. Uh, you've been listening to the Leverage Masters. This is Andre, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, your co-host with Dr. Gina Gaudio-Grace. She's with the Vizio and has all multiple other wonderful things she does from consulting and more. And I'm an international publicist and do sponsorship acquisition as well as executive director of the Keep Smiling Movement. And as always, we want to know what you would like to leverage in your world to put so that you can leverage your life to the value that you desire it to be. So with that, we thank you so much for joining us here on the Leverage Masters. What? Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And with that, here's our outro music. (laughs) Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.